Let's enjoy today's message by Sam Adiemi. Let's just share a brief thought about the resurrection. 1 Corinthians 15. I passed on to you what was most important and what had also been passed on to me. Christ died for our sins just as the scripture said. He was buried and he was raised from the dead on the third day just as the scripture said. He was seen by Peter and then by the twelve. After that, he was seen by more than 500 of his followers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. Then he was seen by James and later by all the apostles. Last of all, as though I had been born at the wrong time, I also saw him. That was Paul speaking. So he names James, and James was the half-brother of Jesus Christ, son of his mother Mary, (laughs) right? Son of Mary and Joseph. They did not believe in him when he was here. That's a conversation they had at the beginning of John chapter 7, and they were teasing him, you know. They did not believe in him when he was here. So for his brother to believe on him after he had died and resurrected, (laughs) then his brother definitely saw him, experienced him, and believed it was his brother that he had an experience with. Okay? Not only did he believe in him, he went on to die for him. So how do you have over 500 people agree to tell a lie? to the point where they begin to die one after the other and somebody does not recant. (laughs) Take a look at his disciples. They spread the news that he resurrected with passion at the risk of their lives and in the face of fierce opposition. Why? (laughs) Because it was a real experience. If you packed all of them into a courtroom, You know, if you charge them to God, pack all of them into a courtroom, just imagine how long it would take for over 500 people to testify that they had seen Jesus personally. And so that was it. Okay? And then the man writing in 1 Corinthians 15, Paul the Apostle, shares his own testimony. He was chief persecutor of Christians. Honestly, he was on his way to arrest Christians so he could imprison them when the resurrected Christ met him on the road. His experience was so real. The man that was going to arrest people turned around and began to preach and to testify (laughs) that Jesus Christ is alive. At the risk of his life, they had to take him over the city fence and lower him in a basket for him to escape from that city of Damascus. And he would do this for the rest of his life until he was executed for preaching that Jesus Christ is alive. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) So I'm just simply saying, Christ rose from death with unassailable evidence And that is why we are excited, we are happy, we serve a living Christ. So to the other point, the meaning, the meaning 
of his death and the resurrection. Romans chapter 6, verses 3 to 6, New Living Translation. Romans 6, 3 to 6, New Living Translation. It says, Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) So, The meaning of his death, the wages of sin is death. Okay? The wages of sin is death. So he died on our behalf. He paid. It's like you're owing a lot of money. Then your older brother shows up and pays your debt. Are you free or not? You are. (laughs) That's why we're happy. We Oh, Satan, nothing anymore. Hallelujah. So we have received forgiveness of sins because of the price that he paid. We are free from sin and we are free from the guilt that comes from sinning. We are free. Romans chapter 8 verses 1 and 2. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, listen. Once Satan can use that instrument called guilt against you, he will paralyze your prayer life. He will paralyze your prayer life. He he will make you run away from God, honestly, because of guilt. You will be burdened by doubt, burdened you know, by anxiety. But here we are. We can call God Daddy. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's the greatest gift. (laughs) Okay, so we're free. We've received forgiveness of sins. We're free from guilt. Okay, that's the first part of the meaning. So, uh, the second part is that we have eternal hope. Not only does the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ have impact on our lives here, giving us authority to live like Christ. I mean, think about it. The Spirit of God, the day we prayed and asked God for forgiveness, Through the price that Jesus paid, the Spirit of God did not only forgive us our sins, the Spirit of God removed the nature of sin from our hearts and put God's nature there. That is the greatest miracle that can happen on this planet. The greatest miracle. Your nature, you change from the inside. And 1 John 5, 4 says, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. We have God's kind of nature. Oh my God. 
that nature redefines your status on this planet, gives you a new identity altogether. When you have the nature of God, you can think like God, you can feel like God, you can talk like God. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. The things that could limit you before cannot limit you anymore. How to live that kind of nature? That was what Jesus came to do. He did not come to prove that uh, he's a superstar. Oh, no. He came to show us who we were designed to be that we had forgotten. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. So, the death and resurrection of Christ has impact on the lives that we live right here on this planet. But not only that. Jesus Christ is coming back. And we are going to continue to live that life for all of eternity. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now that's really, really powerful. That is really, really powerful. Jesus Christ conquered death. That's why we Christians can be fearless. We don't fear death. <laughs> why? Because we never die. Oh, sorry. Somebody may think, that's heresy. What do you mean by that? <laughs> okay. So let me read John 11 verses 25 and 26. And you hear what Jesus told Martha when their brother Lazarus died. Jesus told her, this is New Living Translation. I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never, ever die. Do you believe this matter? Hallelujah! <laughs> so even when our lives terminate here physically, our lives continue and continue with God for eternity. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. So if we're excited and shouting today, please permit us, please understand with us. This is just glorious knowledge, you know. This is just glorious. Thank you, Lord. Okay, one last one. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14, New Living Translation. Hebrews 2, 14. Because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, the Son also became flesh and blood. For only as a human being could he die, and only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so what we're celebrating today is victory. Victory. Total victory over Satan. Victory over death. Victory over sin. Victory over the consequences of sin. And once Jesus secured all of that, he credited all of that into our account because he never sinned. So he did not deserve the consequences of sin. God credited everything into our account. We've been buried with him through baptism into death. Now we resurrect with him. Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet it's no longer I that live. It is Christ that lives in me. Hallelujah. I declare today in the name of Jesus Christ, whatever, whatever cannot stop the resurrected Christ. That thing will never be able to stop you anymore. In the mighty name of Jesus, the power that raised Christ from death engages you right now, spirit, soul, and body. Spirit, soul, and body. And I declare whatever may have held you down, 
any kind of oppression, limitation, I declare it is destroyed. The resurrection power of Christ raises you up to fulfill destiny in total victory now in the name of Jesus. This victory shows up in every area of your life. Just in case you've not received forgiveness of sins, you've not accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, today is the best day to do that. That's why Jesus died that shameful and painful death on the cross. Can you say this prayer after me wherever you may be? Dear God, I believe that Jesus paid for my sins. I ask you to forgive me and to accept me as your child. Thank you for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I'm going to pray for you right now. If you're at any of our physical locations, can you put your hand on your heart as we say this prayer? Lord God of heaven, thank you for my brothers and sisters that said this prayer. And thank you because we know <laughs> their sins are forgiven. In fact, Jesus said there is joy in heaven. There's a party in heaven when just one person does this. So we know, Lord, you're happy with what they've done. Their sins are forgiven. The nature of sin is removed from them and your own nature has been put in them now. So, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we ask. Yes, Heavenly Father, teach them to know you. Teach them to love you. Yes, Heavenly Father, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Teach them to love other people to the rest of their lives. Teach them to recognize your voice. Teach them to walk in victory over Satan, over sin, and over all the consequences of sin. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah.